1: Welcome to episode 99 of the Talking Hockey podcast. Um, We didn't record it, but there was a good debate going on for about 15 minutes before us (laughs) clicking record. Uh, Awkward silence. Ty, Luke, Martin, Eric here.
2: I, I, I was I, waiting for you to say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I it's thought like, you already, were going to keep going. <laughs> you but continue. You just stopped.
0: <laughs> you didn't finish your thoughts. So. My brain <laughs> yeah. is not working today, man. <laughs> no.
2: My brain the is, not is that You're <laughs> just like, there was a great debate on. Okay, okay. Eric, Martin, uh, stop shouting into your microphones.
0: I, I know, bro.
3: Look, you no got to see bro. these guys' What's lines up. over here. Yeah, yeah their lines are peeking. I noticed that. I noticed that. Yeah, Martin, ever since
0: Martin figured
1: out how to connect to his mic, he didn't turn figure out how to turn it down.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple, visit our website, talkinghockeypodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at Talking Hockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Um, so we did get some news today in the hockey world. Finally, um, Craig Berube signed to a three, uh, three-year contract. But the bigger news, Martin Saint-Louis in as the uh, Montreal Canadiens coach and Ducharme out. I don't think anyone saw that hire coming. And yeah, it's pretty sure. interesting, I think. Um, we'll get started.
2: We'll, we'll open with that. But who has any initial thoughts? Uh, it's interesting that they went for a guy who I'm pretty sure has only coached Pee Wee.
1: No, they hired they literally hired a Pee Wee coach. Uh that's not no. I mean that's it sounds like a joke, but it's it's not a joke because it's not a joke. that's what, who it's he was coaching thirteen true. year old. He triple a, though? His
3: son. His son. Apparently. <laughs>
1: and I'm his current sure. role was something like special teams assistant to the Columbus Blue Jackets something along those lines.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he, he did have like a a special assistant role. It, somewhere. It
1: came out of left field. I mean, it did. There, there's no okay. Uh, when I was looking at Montreal Over,
3: Overdrive, Overdrive was saying he's buddies with Gordon, like good buddies.
1: Yeah, well, probably that makes sense. Ever since the you know that whole New York thing, mm-hmm. you know, the I New would York be surprised. Is. Um, I also heard. Okay, this is a uh, before I get into it about Montreal, and we can you know, ca- kind of talk about where everything went wrong. Um, I was reading somewhere some Rangers insider said that you know, they the Rangers offered to have him as like head coach of their AHL team or something along those lines or assistant coach, uh, back in like 2017 or 2018. St. Louis he declined it. Yeah. Marty St. Louis. Um, and he declined it. That's the insider rumors, which would all again, make sense if you're saying that he was buddies with Gordon. Um, mm-hmm. you know, basically that was ro- shortly thereafter. He retired. I think he retired like about 2015 or 2016, somewhere around there. Um, and they were going to hire him as you know a coach in 2017 or 2018.
2: Do you guys think it's a good hire from from Montreal?
1: It's not what He's I friends. would expect. I have, I have my take in a second. Yeah, but I want I'll, to hear from you. So my, I think I think when we were talking about them firing Bergevin and bringing in uh, bringing in their uh, Kent Hughes as their GM, right? Like this re- this new regime that's come in seems to be you know good with taking things out of left field almost, right? But this is especially out of left field because there's one thing we're hiring someone who's like, you know, a good AHL coach, giving someone an opportunity who, you know, who isn't to rehire, who isn't, you know, a Peter Shirelli passed around as, you know, GM for, you know, eight different teams and is still interviewing, even though he's failed at multiple places in his career. Right. <laughs> and this time will be different sort of thing. Right. There's, there's a huge difference than, than, than to,
0: you know. Uh,
3: interviewing for Chicago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or yeah, something. We'll, we'll, we'll get into Martin, that later.
0: Back up from your microphone or turn it Sorry. down. Here.
3: Sorry.
1: But, You're so but like, loud. What, what you would expect, especially for a team that's like very clearly on a rebuild, especially with rumors that, you know, Carey Price might never play again. There's been a whole bunch of him, you know, interesting quotes directly from him, where if you kind of read between the lines, he's kind of hinting, okay, I may never come back. They're literally playing the worst goalie in the NHL they're running tank lineups out there. You would think that if they were going to bring in a new coach, firstly, I thought they were going to keep Ducharme till at least the end of this season. Right. And then, you know, once that happens, you clean house because who cares? It's pointless, right? The season's mm-hmm. done. Who cares? But, and then maybe hired someone who's like an assistant coach or, you know, give someone from the AHL, you know, an opportunity, someone who, um, who's like a new coach, give them the opportunity out here who at least has coaching experience. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't.
0: Sorry, I was going to say I I do agree with you that it's. You know we harp a lot on just hiring the same old guys, and clearly this is out of left field, so we can't really go at it for that angle. It does seem like another kind of old boys club higher in a lot of ways with it being like but i mean marseille saint louis was a very skilled player it seemed like he was one that knew and understood the game out of iq that was higher than a yeah, lot of other players
2: was and so
0: i for that reason alone i think it's interesting i mean he's interim he's only signed to the end of the year it's a very low risk potentially high reward play that I think is clever for a team that is tanking. I think it's very outside the box for anything we've ever seen. And for that reason alone, I respect it and think it's interesting. I just don't know what it's going to get you. And for me, I would be insulted if there's so many other people in AHL jobs being like, they got passed over by a guy who's like never coached a, like a professional game in their life. So I, from that angle, yeah. I think I would be more annoyed But at the same time, the same thing probably happens in, in front of offices. Like Scott Niedermeyer just got, Niedermeyer got hired. Um, but he's
3: um, been working there.
0: Daniel, yeah. Daniel, Danielle Briere like got hired. I know, but it's Briere's
3: like. Breer's been working too. Like Briere was the GM of the ECHL team or something.
0: It's still like these guys go to like management positions right away. I mean, like oh. now they're with the NHL teams. So, but-
1: I think a similar situation is, is Brindam orange in Carolina, but he was like assistant coach for seven years. Right. He, he he got the opportunity. Sure. in in Carolina, but to be their head coach, he's like the franchise icon, former NHL player. And that's worked out extremely well for them. Right. So maybe Mm -hmm. if you're Montreal, you're hoping that same sort of success happens here, but there's a difference because he was like, he actually also,
2: do you you think
3: something like happened? Between like Ducharme and like management, yep. or no, something. I think you,
2: they just realized Ducharme was never a good coach. That, to there, begin there, with. There, okay. there
1: was never a doubt not in yeah. anyone's mind if he looked at it last year. Like he was li- fired. Literally, if if the if Montreal lost in that first round to Toronto, he was. There's no fired. way Bergerman comes back. Done. There's no way Ducharme even comes back. Mm-hmm. Right? They yeah. were gone. the record <laughs>
2: with Ducharme last season was worse than, than with, with uh, than your... with yeah Julian.
3: If you're an assistant coach on this team, are you kind Until of... Until the like, playoffs. Are you oh, I'm pissed.
0: I'm Alex Burrows. I, I think Alex Burrows is the assistant coach there, right? But they also suck,
1: right? Like, like the, he, is, he was like is, their power yeah, play. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's brutal,
0: right?
2: Yeah. And also, but I think we also have to remember that, like, Gretzky wasn't a good coach either.
1: Right, yeah. that's, a, that's a good you
2: know? point, yeah. <laughs> you can be amazing, you can be inspirational, you can... Be one of the smartest hockey players of your time, which I think Saint Louis was. If you you know, do,
3: do we think Saint Louis wants to be a coach? Because this isn't really a yes. Make yeah, a move be to be a coach move. Like this is a hundred
2: percent. This is a hundred percent a way to become. A, he just jumped ten yeah. levels of coaching. But he's one gonna suck move. in his first. Yeah, <laughs> but he's not gonna. Uh, uh, no, but here, here's the the upside. Here's the upside, and here's the downside. Upside, he does okay and maybe he's coach next season, and once you're okay in the NHL, you have a job this is for true. life. This is true. The worst case scenario, they fucking continue to do just as bad as they have been doing. They can't be any worse. They're on a negative 145 goal <laughs> differential pace right now. Okay? 145 goal negative differential. They have like a 32% goal share or something like that. It's, the, you know, that's... Uh, image I sent you guys—it's like the, one of the ninth worst, ninth worst NHL season of mm-hmm. all time, along with like Slow you know Detroit twenty twenty. They suck. And a Tampa nineteen eighty nine
0: before I even yeah, Tampa like knew was exactly a, knew what hockey so was. So like
2: they can't do any worse. So worst case scenario, they stay exactly the same, which means that you know he he does fine. Maybe he gets fired at the end of the year, and guess what? He goes to the AHL next. But he yeah. still jumped five levels before the AHL, right? Like he That's was why I think under it's, 13. It's low risk, high <laughs> reward in a lot of ways.
0: Like he might bring a, a level of
2: skill and just being like, guys, go and be as creative as possible. Exactly. Low risk, high reward for both teams. Yeah. For Montreal and for St. Louis. So it's but, a, a win win deal yeah. in that sense. And I think Gordon Best came in scenario, and gets to be a coach. Who's the
0: new? Who's the new? What's the Ken last Hughes. name of it? Kent Hughes, yeah. Like I think those guys owed no loyalty to Ducharme. They weren't his hires at all. Like they already cleared house with Bergevin. Like the the whole offseason by Montreal is exact proof of trust. Like just the results are not always as a result of the process. Like you can get lucky and that's all what Montreal has been over the last year. And this is what every analytics person, what anyone with a brain has been saying, like your process do matter. Like that's why the Leafs, I think we, a lot of people have faith because their process looks good and their results aren't great. And that's why they didn't fire Dubas this year is because the process was still there. Sure. There were some bad choices. Keith, Mm -hmm. great, great decisions. Most of the time, bad results. Montreal is the exact opposite. Great results, terrible decisions until this year
1: yeah until this year do charm was like the worst coach in the league though so when you know basically when you hire a new you co- can't worse, get worse no like but honestly but he wasn't yeah it, it it was unreal like some of the decisions that he made even last year yeah. right like the lineup yeah, they decisions were awful. you know the, the lineup they really year the strategies he this seems year really bad. like and
2: we were all pointing them out last year it just randomly Ended up working anyway somehow. Carry Price figure out. do it goalie. with luck. Got you know, they got and goalied really and maybe yeah. some extra shooting from some other guys. Top of the lineup players like Gallagher and Tyler um, Tofoley
1: scored like what? Toffoli, uh, was like a forty goal pace last year, right? Something yeah, like that.
2: Yeah, exactly. So like some some luck of the draw and goalieing. and you know, again we told. The amount of DMs I got saying Ducharme isn't a bad coach. Look at his record. Look what he did in the playoffs, and now look and you know it's it was obvious from the start. But yeah, again, I I actually do like the move for Montreal because again, like Luke said, it's lo- low risk, high reward for both. But like team and coach.
1: I mean, I, I just think that you'd at least you'd at least hire someone who you know. I mean, he's played in the NHL, so maybe he knows, you know, coaching strategies and whatever, right? But like, yeah, he knows how to coach. He's, he's coming, I don't know if he knows coming, how to coach at the it, NHL it, level,
2: but yeah. yeah. it's but they can't be worse. Like the worst case scenario, they continue to do what they're doing.
1: Like it, it's just odd. Like you saw who was rumored if they were going to fire him, like Patrick Raw. Um, I don't know. Their their assistant coach, Luke Richardson, for example, right? Maybe maybe you give him a shot. Because there's no way they like, they lost seven one to the Devils. I don't know if anyone's watched the Devils this year, but from what I've seen, they're like the worst team I've like in in the league, right? Mm-hmm. That they got lit up by the. I just remember just before the All Star break, it was yeah, like the Leafs beat them seven one. It was like it was five nothing after the first, and it could have been like eight nothing.
0: And. Yeah, yeah. And they they, just got, they got blown
1: out seven one after the Devils are coming off a back to back. I don't even know who their goalie is. Mackenzie Blackwood is out, right? We That is an embarrassing night, loss.
3: Yeah. Like it's really they bad. They just got
1: and they just lost four one the night before to Ottawa, right? Mm-hmm. Or four nothing, something like that. Five nothing. And then they come mm-hmm. into Montreal the next night and beat them seven one. Montreal's
3: on like nine days rest or something. I heard like they they like, should have been ready to go
1: everything with that franchise has like fallen apart. Like mm-hmm. if you look at their playoff run last year, they, their, their goalie is out and may never play again. Their captain. And, you know, even though he was, he's 30, he was 34 years old. He was still their best defenseman. Shea Weber, never playing again. Jeff Petrie forgot how to play hockey. You know, Gallagher really got injured forgot again. How to play yeah. hockey. Gallagher got injured again. And, he, um, and
2: Petrie did go on a bit of a hot streak last year, too, to even help him get in right. the playoffs. Remember, he was on, like, a 30-something goal pace, like, point per game. Like, yeah. he was killing it. And then, remember, we were pointing to the shooting percentage and going, this, is, this isn't this is going to last. And then, you know, back off, it regressed. But and, he literally, and, like,
3: yeah. hasn't done anything either, like... And He's they kind have of some, sucked in every other matter. They
1: have awful yeah. contracts on the books. Like Gallagher's contract.
3: This is well great. deserved, yeah. like I said in the group chat. <laughs> Josh this Anderson. Is yeah, this, is... this is seven years of Bergevin sucking. Yeah,
2: this is the owner's fault. Like they just kept letting him screw up more and more. And luckily, last season, he failed uphill somehow. It and rarely funny, happens, but it the does. Really,
3: the really funny thing is there's two. Canadian teams undergoing this, and they're pretty much in the same shit situation. Except Vancouver has better players, which is the other team in this. Situation. Yeah, actually,
2: I did want to talk about Vancouver because but,
1: you know uh, uh, they... I want to keep I want to keep going about Montreal. Give me a little bit more time. No, I, w- I
3: wasn't trying to switch no, topics. Yeah, was Eric was saying I, I was just I, saying. I, I,
2: I had some things to say, but <laughs> yeah. we can go to Vancouver in a second. And, and Edmonton there was just and some whatever. interest. Okay, yeah, we'll go. But yeah, Ty, continue with. what
3: was I going to say? I say. Like. It, we have to do a shout out because I don't think we ever did, which is kind of embarrassing on our part.
0: About what? Yeah, what shout out for what?
3: Rachel yeah, what Dory, who was on oh, the show twice oh, getting a right. fucking job with <laughs> Vancouver. Did we talk we get, about it? I don't think we did. I thought, I thought, we, thought did.
2: we did. Maybe, Maybe
0: it. it was offline, though. Yeah,
2: it was exactly well, it
1: might not, We definitely we might did offline.
3: Reported. We definitely did in the um, group chat. But where
1: yeah. was I? Where was I going with this? <laughs> Oops. Um, Oops. Uh, 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 uh like Like, okay. Last year, the, the amount of hype that Montreal got, it's like Nick Suzuki's the next Patrice Bergeron. Cole Caulfield's going to score 40 goals this year, right? I don't know. Now now going to be a shutdown defenseman.
2: Wait, <laughs>
0: Montreal media on Twitter is already asking is Nick Suzuki overpaid?
2: <laughs> or or awesome. will That's the contract the look bad
0: in, in five I, years? I love now.
2: how it was like the steal of the century like two months ago <laughs> or three months ago. And yeah. now it's. You know, is this a regrettable call field?
0: Is not even taller than his coach, uh, even though they hired it. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> uh,
3: that's crazy. Do you think that's partially why they did it just for St. Louis yeah. coach? <laughs> it's
0: they, they literally hired Martin St. Louis to spend the next three months coaching a small guy how to play hockey again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was all for St. Louis. Caulfield. Can play, can yo, if you under- could
3: get Caulfield yeah. playing like St. Louis, like that's yo,
2: St. Louis, when he guessing, retired, turn so down your mic, bro. So, St. Louis, when he's retired, or he back, could still be playing. Bro, yeah, you're like really leaning
3: the Like, I can't lean This is better already. Enough.
2: This is better. This is better already. Okay, that's already. fine. Yeah, this is better.
1: Um, right. Yeah, it's just... It, and, and, to think that, like, if you were a smart organization, you would have fired Bergevin. You would have fired Ducharme after, you know, even after making the Stanley Cup Finals it was crazy yeah, as that is. Yeah, they gave
2: him. They gave him a three-year contract at one point five million dollars a year. What did he show? And they're other still, still paying Paul front. Julian five million dollars yeah. up until the end of this year. Like <laughs> the amount of money going out on coaches. Hey, that it's, aren't it's, coaches to be fair, now.
0: it's the same that Leafs are giving Babcock. For one coach, that's true. So that's true. If not less, so
1: well, you know what? That's that's money well spent in my eyes. I agree, and
2: they can afford bad, it. Yeah. So can Montreal. Montreal um, can afford it. Too. I yeah, mean, Claude wasn't
1: not, a bad coach. I mean, that's kind of that was just I Claude don't know. was worth it.
2: He yeah. actually did a good job, like yeah. with what he was given. Montreal think, yeah. was very good. If he if he came, and he got in, ran out of town yeah. for some reason.
1: If he came in today, he would he have, have turned existed. Montreal into a possession monster again, like they always were.
2: Yeah. Exactly. That's the worst part. Montreal isn't even like not. Th- th- they don't even dominate in possession anymore. Like that's yeah. how bad Ducharme has been. <laughs> yeah. Under Claude, they you could have just in been like, like guys, do what,
0: has. do what Claude told you to do, and they would have had some success.
2: <laughs> but just continue.
0: I don't think I don't know if yeah. Ducharme will ever be hired again. Maybe he will because he will. Will. I
1: don't know. At I, the same I, time, I think when, he goes back to junior. Uh, he he had a pretty successful career.
3: Yeah. Probably goes junior. to the AHL I, assistant yeah.
2: coach route, and he'll get another chance, I think. He went but, to a cup final. Remember that. That's all people will remember. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. His legacy is pretty bad. He was going to get fired before
3: that, and I yeah. feel like that was pretty known yeah, but, around but
2: the league. I, I don't give – I mean, maybe you're giving more credit GMs than I will.
1: But. Where, where does Montreal go from here, Eric? What did they do? They hope they Eric, get Shane Wright.
2: Eric. <laughs> it's a rebuild, man. It's a rebuild. It, uh, I mean, they're, they could end up with Shane Wright, which would be the best case scenario for them, or um, you know, one of the uh, other top three guys in that draft. Um, but yeah, it's just rebuild. They just tear it. They have. They should have tearing it down already after the cup because that was the time to sell high. Now they're selling low on everybody instead of high on everybody. So, you know, a, a gu- guaranteed they've lost massive assets because of that, right? Imagine right after that cup run, you try to trade Ben Sherat, you try to trade Jeff Petrie, you try to trade Gallagher, you try to trade any of those guys. Like, gigantic returns you would have gotten for a lot of those guys after that cup run. Now they're not, you know, you people are still saying Sherratt might get a first or something like that. A first and a top I prospect, Yeah. I can't see that happening unless some GM's really, really dumb. But yeah, it ha- they have to tear it all down. I mean, I I have to open up their cap friendly to even see the mess that they're in. But they and again, their their prospect pool isn't even that great anymore now that they've graduated a couple and- of their guys. Like Suzuki isn't a prospect anymore. Caulfield's kind of still a prospect, but uh, regardless, and a lot of their guys hasn't haven't really. You know, Jesse Ullinen hasn't really turned out. Teasdale hasn't really turned out yet. Um, Nordlander, we'll see what happens with him. Josh Brook doesn't look like he's going to be a major player. Like, there's a lot of the young guys' prospects that had a lot of potential two years ago, but they they haven't really made too much out of them, and that's fair. That happens all the time in every single organization. (laughs) But they, they don't have a lot of great prospect assets. Like, I wouldn't put them in a top 10 pool right now. I don't feel yeah, like they have so, a lot of
1: like star power coming up. Like yeah. I mean, I mean, Caulfield
2: can still be that guy. Right I I, I, I'm I, I never believed
1: it. <laughs> I'm not I, writing him I out cuz even him. in
2: I won't write him out like Ty does. He Ty might be right. I mean, but I'm you not know, you want to know who's
1: uh, don't cancel me for saying this. Logan Mayu might be their best prospect. He's like lighting up the OHL right now. I I know. He is. I have seen but that. He's like probably their best prospect, maybe Caden Gooley. I mean,
0: promote how, Caden is definitely. What is does what does Morgan. fan of the show Adam say about Logan? Let's uh, put
1: Adam yeah, under, I mean, under
0: the under the hot.
1: Stomach. Yeah, I mean, that, Adam said that like he's lighting up. I haven't. I, I, I all I see are like the Twitter clips when you know he blows up because he scores a goal or something like that, right? You know what and I mean? Everyone gets mad. And everyone gets and mad, yeah. and you know,
2: Caden, Caden Promo though, uh, uh, Montreal over the last two seasons, oof. <laughs> He has in the AHL. He's done very well, generally speaking. But in the NHL, the, he in last year he had four games with a four goals against average and uh eight. Yeah, he didn't look ready percentage. at all last year. Yeah. And then this year, four point six goals against average. And I mean, they're eight, can't, seven I mean, save percentage. They, 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 no one's helping
1: him out there. So I mean, you, I know you it's not really it's yet. not
2: his fault. But and he's done well in the AHL. Like I'm just looking at his numbers. Like he did okay. But you know, this isn't the best way to develop a goalie either. Letting him just get They're torn or shreds every single I night. I mean,
1: but like their only other goalie is Samuel Montembo, and he's. Yeah. The, like you Again, said, you sent the player card this Partly year, because
2: man. of en- injuries, partly because Montreal should be able to just go and get another goalie. Like, don't I don't care. think the right no, solution here any. is letting Promo die every single night. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah, he's like the getting solution. the backup minutes. Like,. Um, but I was gonna say, but how many wins? this uh, year. Eight wins. Eleven wins.
1: Allen's
3: kind of like Al- hurt, so that's well. I mean, primo. Jake Allen
1: wasn't doing very much. does not doing much better.
3: But yeah. he could at least be the one getting shelled instead yeah, of Primo.
2: Yeah. It's true. That is true. That is true. He's uh, let's see here. Yeah, he he's done better this year. He has a three goals against average and a nine hundred save percentage, which is you know not awful for the for Montreal. I don't Montreal. think he's played
1: for like two months though.
3: No, he hasn't played yeah.
0: for a while. All right, boys, I think it's time to get off Montreal, okay. and we yeah, can yeah. go Happy on Curry. to. I'm, I'm on. I wanted to talk about Vancouver. Yeah, I, I was gonna say. Yeah. Uh, what were you gonna say? Because there's some news that is breaking right now about them. Oh, okay. Well, go to the news first. And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors.
2: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
0: And now we'll get back into the show. Uh, Elliot Friedman tweeted out 27 minutes ago that hockey hall of famer, Cami Granado, which is Ray Ferraro's wife, will be joining the Vancouver Canucks front office as AGM. Um, she's been scouting for the Kraken. So that will be two women as AGMs of mm, the Vancouver yeah. Canucks, which I I think one was breaking history. Two is definitely groundbreaking. I don't think they have a GM yet either. Um it says Patrick yeah. Alvin is their GM, right? Oh, right. They did hire Patrick Alvin as their GM, right? Yeah.
3: I forgot about
2: that. Alvin. 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 Sorry. Man. It's not Alvin uh, in the it, it looks like they're bringing in some, some woman power. I mean, it's nice to see. Is, yeah. Compared Too... to the old regime. Yeah. Anyways, I wonder uh, how that will, uh, like... I, mean, I think I don't know anything about Ray Ferraro's wife, but uh, what's her name? Uh, she's she, uh, Kami Granado.
0: I'm pretty sure Kami? she's yeah. a... Uh, She's a hockey hall of famer. I'm pretty sure she played on United States hockey in mean, like the I Olympics bet, I, stuff.
2: Mean, I mean, compared to anyone else, I'm sure she's just as qualified as anyone else out there that the Canucks have hired in the past. And right, Ra- and we all know Rachel Dory, who's a you know super smart all star pod favorite. Yeah. Um. So I like. I mean, I like all the hires that this guy's been making. I guess. So yeah. far. Yeah, she was she was captain of the needs. team in 1998. Yeah, she's there. a
1: she's a trader though. She's a Canadian trader, I'm pretty sure.
0: No, she says she was born in the states.
1: Oh, well. I don't
2: know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: so, so Ty's gonna Good get us kicked off Spotify for for disinformation, <laughs> misinformation,
1: <laughs>
2: misinformation.
1: Well, you guys correct me really quickly, so. Yeah, we we're have fact checking yeah, on this were, podcast. you are already were better than
2: some other famous podcast in the news right now. Who has a producer named Jamie or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah.
1: Producer Luke.
2: Is yeah. Producer looks better than Jamie is yeah. fa- is a fact. <laughs> yes. Um, but anyways, what I wanted to talk about with Vancouver was you know obviously they made some great hires like uh, like well I again we I only know Rachel Dory so I can't speak about um, the
3: the other AGM. What was her name? They hired. We
1: were we were uh, just talking. Oh oh oh! Uh, the the agent. Um, what was her name? Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh,
0: the, she sounds the pretty agent. smart. She sounds uh, like yeah, a good she's the one with like three degrees, right? Yeah,
3: she sounds like. A good yeah, player.
2: she's the one that's overqualified and should <laughs> for, for the Canucks to be working there. Seems too Emily I mean, Costner. foot in the door,
3: man's foot in the door, <laughs> like, to be honest. Oh,
2: yeah, I'm not saying Would don't take the job. Wrong. I'm saying she's Emily probably smarter Costangue. than the guy <laughs> Emily, saying. Emily Kostongay? Yeah, yeah, that's her. That's her yeah. I mean, her. Do, do, does Vancouver have more women in their front office now than, like, any other yes. yeah, than, like, 100%. 80% of the teams in the league? I, yeah, I probably other, other than the Leafs, job, for sure. Two female assistant GMs and Rachel Dory... Not I don't think she's leading their analytics department. I think she's a part of it. Could be wrong. But um she was a pretty
3: big like Elliot and Jeff mentioned her because Jeff's the Canucks even with...
2: tweeted out like uh mm-hmm. article profile hers, yeah. saying you know they had an interview with her and everything like that. It was on NHL.com. So it was a, they it was a pretty, pub- was a pretty all p- all three was a of those were actually public pretty hire. publicized. Yeah, but, it was a pretty public like, but the reason they're publicized so much is a you know, it's great for them individually, but it's a bad thing because you know <laughs> that there's so few women that they hire that they purposely like, you know, the only reason this is big news is because there's so few women that are hired. You know what yeah. I mean? I think so, Rachel's also done a good job of building up like a Twitter fan base that gives her a lot of... And she, I mean, cle- clearly she has a lot of uh, relationships with people in different NHL organization, organizations yeah. and she has a lot of public work and she's she's been doing her masters and writing a bunch of different doing a bunch of different research in different areas and mm-hmm. she, I talked to her about it like I think we talked about it to her about her briefly I'm not sure if it was on the podcast or off of it um but like clearly a lot of those teams are interested in, in some of her work because now yeah. she's actually making some of it private reportedly, yeah. from what I've seen so Mm, interesting
0: um, yeah it'll so suck that we will probably won't be able to about. get her on the podcast anymore but if we I want have to have someone from the vancouver canucks listen organization i yeah,
1: no. i i um mm-hmm. i never mind i won't say what i want to say never mind I, you, I you have a scout it. you have a new <laughs> Now you have to do it i uh, good story time <laughs> good story. what i wanted to just kind of say, like okay no it's, it's mean what i'm gonna say so i'm not
0: gonna say it <laughs> Okay. Oh God. So say, say it in the group chat. I'll say it in the group chat. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. What I was going to say, what I wanted to talk about with the Canucks was uh, you know, they're clearly going to be most likely sellers at the deadline it seems right now mm-hmm. based off of where they are. Oh,
3: they could get um, a return for Miller. Yeah, so oh, JT baby. Miller
2: is the one that everyone's talking about two more years on his contract so he's not just a rental. 52 <sighs> uh Five point two five million dollars contract, so easily digestible by most teams. New York Rangers have a ton of cap space, and I think they're they've been the ones that have been and most And can
3: afford to retain. Retain. At this
2: point. They, yep, they can retain. He has forty six points in forty five games. He, yeah, he's it's been ridiculous. very he's good this year. He's been a very he's been a beast offensively for them for multiple years now. Seventy two point season and uh, he's a playoff 69 guy. games 46 points in 53 player. games. Yeah, he's only he's basically been point per game over the last 3 years. So uh you know, he he'll 100% have some value. Uh and that's kind of it. <laughs> Honestly, that's the only real guys they have that they can sell off. But, but like, he's like the best too. one
3: in a while. Like best pickup you could get in a long time. Like
2: in uh like from, like as a Trade rental? deadline, yeah. Trade deadline yeah.
3: rental player. Yeah, he, on, he's definitely on one rental. of the
2: better ones out there, for sure. um I, I, I think we already talked about Dallas and how interesting their offseason could be if they decided, or how interesting their deadline could be if they decided to pack it in because Pavelski, Radulov, and Klingberg all on expiring deals. Those that's like three or four first round picks all in there together, basically, in terms of value.
3: Determined they shouldn't pack it in.
2: Yeah, they shouldn't, but it'd be interesting if they did. But also Boudreaux basically came out and said, This team doesn't have like the essence of what he said was this team doesn't have enough skills skill. We have to play low event hockey and uh, you know, they're gonna have to eke out two one wins. Playing I, I, defensively. Listen, I don't they can, like the sound of they, that they can't. man.
1: That's that's crazy. But you want to know something? Like, I think Bruce is a great coach.
2: Is he wrong? I think he's right. You know, you well, look at, you look at that team win. outside okay. outside three three or four guys. They don't have a <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: But like he is I, okay. Your 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 favorite player on the Canucks is uh, N- Niels Hoglander. Who is being scratched by Bruce Boudreau and being, you know, routinely called out true. by him? Vasili Podkolzin, yeah. same sort of thing. Scratched, I not getting the opportunity.
2: To... Man, if they waste Hoglander after the Man, season he had Bruce, last
3: year, Bruce does not seem like a rebuilding coach. <laughs> Sorry,
2: like he's a good coach. He's, I, I, I've always he's a thought, thought of him. He's a good coach,
3: coach,
1: but Very like good you can, coach, and, and, and rebuilding,
3: maybe not. Ever
1: since the, he came into the Canucks, I mean, they've looked, you know, eons better. better. Than they were under under green. He's,
2: I mean, Hoglander's still on point, on on point, on pace for thirty game or uh, thirty points, right? So he's not like I know he's getting. Uh, is he has he been getting scratched? I think he's been. I, I I've seen that he's been getting. I don't scratched. think he's been getting. Scratched. Someone look it up. I Someone think he's been getting him. really really low minutes. Someone check his game log. Been, yeah, I, mean, I think that Bruce also called him year. out.
3: I think I think he got scratched like once or twice is correct yeah maybe i
2: mean i'm not saying i don't he think he's low the minutes. He yeah, low the minutes, low minutes the is the issue he's getting 8 10 12 minutes a night like you want to talk
1: like you want to say you have to play low event hockey like I, I mean you don't have to this season i mean the pacific division stinks you could probably sneak in if you go on you know another hot run like they did when bruce was first hired right like mm-hmm. they went they won like seven games in a row i think you know as soon as he was hired Maybe you get another streak like that. Maybe you can sneak into the playoffs
3: just because of how bad the Pacific division is, right? Outside of Vegas. He, he's getting scratched and playing like nine. Yeah. Nine you so what, I, what I'm tonight. saying is, like,
1: you don't need to play low event hockey because you can, you know, play your young players who are good at generating, you know, high danger scoring chances like, like Hoglander was,
2: I guess, last year, especially, right? The, um, his argument was, and I and I do tend to agree with him, is that if he he didn't come into the Canucks to rebuild, he came to the Canucks to try to get them into the playoffs, right? Or at least make them succeed, right? Like that's the reason they hired him. They didn't hire what him. What else would a coach say? That's and that's true, but he and given what he was hired for, I think playing low event hockey is the only way for the Canucks to win. They aren't gonna. Out, they aren't gonna, you know, play the way Florida does, right? Run and gun. They're not gonna, they won't win that way. And Boudreaux also isn't a coach that does that, right? But you look his at all the, are... Minnesota, Minnesota played exactly the way, you know, like he he has a style as a coach, right? Or just boring high, hockey. Yeah, like,
1: like, no, well, his if you he does, always he, look he at... runs
2: good offense. Not saying he doesn't run good offense, right? But boring hockey. Right. Runs good, difference. like, not necessarily... Carolina, like Ron Bindemore. Yeah. Boring hockey, but high... Lots of offense, too. Right? Yeah. They still score four or three-point-something goals a game. Like, high scoring, but... As we talked about when we were... was uh Carolina versus the Leafs. It's, like, one of the most boring teams to watch in the NHL. Unless Ajo is doing something really fun, basically. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, yeah. So, so I, think I think Vancouver in an interesting spot um next there i think is team, like montreal that kind of got screwed up yeah what I'm
1: they they kept betting for oh, like incredibly too
2: like it, it's,
1: it's insane how the how the goalposts <laughs> kept moving how they kept him in this you know this this position that position for so long where in 2014 he came in and said we're gonna you know be competitive in 2016 and then in 2017 he's like you can't rebuild overnight
0: yeah 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 we've been here we've been there i know but that's just crazy so we're gonna move to the next topic now producer luke is is making sure that we we talk about many topics tonight the next one i think we should talk about is brad marchand uh he so i'm looking at twitter again According to a Pittsburgh beat reporter, be suspended. suspended six games uh, per, per source. Marchand, uh will be suspended six games by the NHL for his roughing, high sticking Tristan Jari in last night's game. Um, that seems like a lot. I wasn't really expecting that much. Like, I know he's a repeat offender and he sucks. But, <laughs> um, what? okay, I will, we'll let Martin go first because it's his favorite player. Um <laughs> <laughs> Martin, would do you have any do you have any defense for uh, Brad right now or no?
3: I don't know if it should have been six games. It's probably because he's a repeat and a repeat like for this type of stuff. Like maybe not per se, sticking people in the face. But didn't he have a stick to the groin on some person too? So yeah, he he's, had, he's
0: had like sucker punches to the back yeah. of people's heads. So when I
3: think it is to tell him to like shut up. You need it, and his coach got like it's. Like the coach, I don't know if you saw Cassidy's comments or saw his presser after no. that game. He was not impressed. Like he didn't outright say like Brad fucked up, but he was like Brad's a leader on this team. That's not what leaders do. Pretty much like
0: oh, okay, I didn't see any, any of that on game. Twitter.
3: That's not good. No, and it's and it's definitely t- like it's a it's a long suspension, but fair for this type of guy. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, he needs to stay away from that shit. Like that's not who he needs to be anymore. And I don't know why he did. You see, like what led to it, like him knocking the puck off Jari's he's stick? It's emotional,
0: yeah. So I saw, I no, saw but, like, that it was
3: literally just skating by. Jari was like tossing a puck to a person yeah. in the crowd.
0: I don't know when that was in terms of the game, but there was on that, that same was shift, the end of a
3: period, or something
0: on the same shift that. Marchand did that jari took a swipe at someone on the bruins in front of the net and i thought that might have been his response to it but i then i did see Marchand that is, stopping that is just like funny. why would you stop the I, that's funny at the same time like why would you stop a kid getting a puck you know like yeah,
3: for sure but there was two boston fans there and they loved it well, obviously, they loved that he did that's that very like
0: that's very like. So I, Boston, be but, but I
3: bet Marchand was kind kind of. He saw that there was two Boston fans there, and he was kind of playing to them. Like probably. I feel like it, and then but still stupid. And then Jari too. probably said something to him because it seemed probably. like he was provoked. They
0: they were mouthing each other off as they went back to the bench. Yeah,
3: and then like right before Mar, uh, Marchand punches him, which like. He's getting suspended for both actions, right? He kind of sucker punched him and hit him in the face.
0: Yeah. With the then, snake. yeah. That was, <laughs> man. But I bet Jari was saying time, something pretty ruthless. I would guess probably, but like that—that's what Marchand does too. He gets on people's skin. He says oh, ruthless sure. stuff all the time. Like this is the but thing. I don't, Mar- I
3: don't know. Like Mar Marchand is a chirper, so he knows lines that should be crossed, and Mary Jerry just doesn't. Isn't a chirper and doesn't know lines that shouldn't be crossed. No, I don't think because there are it. there are those types of people.
0: I don't think Marchand has any lines about. He said <laughs> he had the whole thing about saying something about Russia to Panarin earlier this year that caused That's the glove to be thrown. I don't think Marchand. But has I any
3: think lines. Panarin was being a baby.
0: Yeah, 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 I know you think that, but I like for me, it's almost every single time like Marchand was finally getting a lot of people to like him after his like chirps on Twitter about Arizona and like he had a pretty good year <laughs> with nothing that. going on, but then it's like it he does silly. this. It he does silly. these things every once in a while that it's like bro every single time hard to, like to like hard to like people start to like you it's him. yeah yeah like
1: uh, the tweets were funny i'm not gonna lie yeah. like carolina calling carolina like a poverty
0: franchise love it <laughs> you're I the reason it. we play escrow <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> yeah nobody hates carolina more than ty so
3: <laughs> yeah he moved up from my and then there. about arizona too like it yeah, wouldn't was even good, be yeah. a difference or whatever yeah
2: Okay, I might actually I wanna,
0: be a sellout.
1: Yeah. Okay, we should talk <laughs> about Arizona after uh and kind of what Batman was saying. Did anyone
2: oh, uh yeah. just out of curiosity this remind me did anyone watch the uh the All-Star stuff? No. 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 Not even okay, slightly. So now no, no, we should but talk no, the <laughs>
3: Yeah, so which I, I, I think is like, a good statement on the All Star. But like, the most
1: interesting statement. thing that came out of the All Star game was like Gary Bettman's press conference. Wait,
0: before, were, we so, on to that, yeah. before we get onto that, before we get onto that, I do want, I do want to talk about the Marchand thing a little bit more. I think, okay. and this is what I was talking about in the group chat is so many teams call the Leafs soft or any other team soft because they don't respond oh, to want players to talk that do.
3: about this side, right? Right. Yeah,
0: and mm-hmm. no one responded to Marchand taking a sucker punch to Jari and then taking a swipe at his face. Like, no what? This Crosby literally saw the thing happen and all he does is like hold Martian. Didn't touch
3: out. him did like, even touch didn't him. even touch him. It was. I, mean, I was like, good, good and goalie, right? like, and that's yeah, your that's goalie,
2: yeah, Crosby. And
0: that's your goalie who's been like an all-star goalie this year, and no, could win the Vezina. Crosby's
3: boy. So I'm, yeah,
2: he probably likes <laughs> Marchand more than. His I was goalie. just, I was just like, <laughs> man,
0: all these teams call the Leafs weak, and then this
2: happens. I don't even think the Leafs would allow that to
0: their goalie. Probably main. true. <laughs>
2: Crosby was probably like, "You fucked us in the playoffs last year. Let Marchand take a fucking swipe." <laughs> You, you Maybe Crosby knew like you Jari know.
3: crossed the line with his statement too or something. Maybe, like, <laughs> I don't know. But I just like He's probably
0: think cheering on Marshand
2: in that situation. If you know. I was
0: on the ice when if martian did that, I'm tackling him. Like there's no way no anyone's doing that to my teammate. Like there's absolutely no way. And, like, you didn't see I what like, Jari listen. did in the
2: playoffs last year. You don't understand. <laughs>
0: I think we're at the point now where Jari f- should have earned some forgiveness based on his performance this year. I agree. I agree. But, but he was performing
3: good. well before the playoffs and then just dropped the bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's true.
2: I don't know. I was just blown away that no one I'm also it. very surprised that not any one of us watched anything All-Star related.
0: You're not surprised? I'm not surprised
2: I didn't because I've literally never cared about it. Honestly,
0: but, yeah. I was like – my dad was like, is there hockey on today? I'm like, yeah, it's on at like 7 o'clock tonight. There's the All-Star game. I'm going to watch it. And then I went on my computer at 5, and I'm like, oh, all the games are done. Okay. It's Vegas. Why are games on at yeah. 12? It, like their time. I'm like, this is stupid. I mean, I guess all the players wanted to go out. But I was – I was, like I thought for
2: sure it would be a late-night event. and I, I, I honestly forgot it was happening until –
3: all stars. It was happening. All stars is an afternoon event. I'm pretty sure. I really only yeah, care about yeah, the skills yeah,
0: competition, yeah. and I didn't even know that was on the Friday night. I was that's like, "That's the night.
3: That's the night thing."
0: I thought. I thought Sunday was the game, and Saturday was the like the because the players
3: have to get out early because they have to go go back home the morning the next morning
1: and <laughs> yeah. play practice. games like like two days yeah. later
3: yeah. and yeah. practice that day. Like Ottawa had to practice on Sunday. They didn't didn't really have any all
0: stars, so they shouldn't have had any all stars. I mean, (laughs) they had Brady. (laughs) They shouldn't have had Brady. Yeah,
2: so they shouldn't have had an all star. Is what you're saying?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you see there was like a there? I saw something on Twitter about Bergeron and Suzuki meeting for the first time. I'm like, haven't these guys like played against each other before? Like they, I feel like they've definitely. It was the most awkward interaction (laughs) I've ever seen. It seemed so forced. And then I was like, yeah, because it's Bergeron
1: and the next Bergeron.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, But no, I didn't watch anything. But I, yeah, onto the presser. I, yeah. Man, what is with Gary Bettman in Arizona? It's got to be a money laundering thing at this point. There's no other excuse. <laughs> it, it There's no yeah, yeah. other reason for it to keep being a thing. It's got to be money laundering.
3: I bet he has a bet with some guy, like one of his buddies. <laughs>
2: He's like, I bet I can make this work.
1: <laughs> how how does he look? At like You should have seen like how... I don't know how smug he was in this whole press conference, and he's like, oh, this oh. this 5,000-seating seating arena might even be better than, you know, how it is right now. This it, might work out for you know, sure be a
2: It will be better from a profit basis for the Coyotes, to be fair. You think they're getting 5,000 seats filled every single game? And no. maintaining an NHL arena versus maintaining a college but hockey But
1: Also, they're going to have... Very
2: different economics. How many of
1: these tickets are they going to be giving away? Like, you know, if it's a 5,000-seating arena, like, they probably give away, like, 4,000 of those hey, tickets. They're probably,
2: you know, it's probably in a good location. They're probably going to get a bunch of college kids Aren't in there. But they're the adding
3: seats. I'm pretty uh, sure yeah, they're right. adding seats. They probably
2: won't even sell out 5,000 seats anyway, so... Yeah. With, I
3: guess, a, a
1: and... <laughs> Like, what was what were you saying? There was. Are, do you actually Gary think Batman? they
2: will? I I don't think I, I. Whenever I look at an Arizona Coyote game, I don't look at that and go, "Oh, there's five thousand people there." I go look I, at it. I, I, there's like two hundred people know. there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So I um, I do think Barry think... Gary Bettman. To be fair to him, probably it's a little bit better for the Coyotes specifically, not for any other NHL team, because no. that's you know just embarrassing. But for them, it's they're probably going to lose less money. It is a an joke. NHL Reno is very expensive. Like, yes. very expensive to maintain.
1: And, like, I, I'm just thinking, I don't think the college facilities, you know, in Arizona, the, you know... Yeah,
2: they have to
3: update the whole thing. They like, to oh, yeah. the you're an NHL
1: team it. coming there? Like, come on.
2: Apparently, they have to create whole new dressing rooms and stuff. Yeah, yeah there's Definitely.
3: dressing room standards per the yeah. CBA. Yeah.
2: yeah, exactly.
1: Like, so they, I, I know it's totally different, them. but, like, you know, at the at Western's hockey arena, maybe Carlton's hockey arena, it was like, you know... <laughs> Couple <laughs> like a thousand seats there, yeah, maybe right? Yeah, they're um, not comparable. <laughs> but like the dressing rooms are like things that like I had in like because I play, I, I rented the ice a couple times, you know, at the Western Arena where where the Western Mustangs played, and you know the dressing rooms are literally like house league hockey, you know, rec dressing rooms basically. I'm I'm not maybe college is a bit better. So it looks like it's a bigger stadium than you know most Canadian universities. It's probably yeah. better. Yes but it's yes. arizona is what i'm trying to say it's not like it's minnesota or michigan or something it, like
3: that right but that university should have a decent amount of money i think they're a pretty big school um, which which school
1: isn't it like it's like arizona
3: arizona state, state or something
1: is yeah.
2: it i don't think it's um i could be wrong but anyways, um
3: so. but the thing i was going i was going to talk about with gary was uh him say him just like casually mentioning they might move Montreal's draft. Oh yeah, and that was so like because I mean, Daly was like, Daly was like, oh, we'll probably just go. Uh, oh, it virtual. is Arizona State. And then, Batman's like, oh no, we'll probably we might just move it. Because <laughs> like, Gary Batman's pissed off that Canada still yeah. has
1: restrictions Bettman's, for the next Bettman's two weeks.
0: It's well, I mean, it's realistic. That you're pissed at this point.
2: Yes, I agree. They're like, probably. I, do you get uh, maybe by end of season? But yeah,
0: I mean, if you can't have a draft in a year where other places could have it way better, where all the fans are allowed and the players are allowed, you can't Montreal justify that it's in Montreal. Who cares? Who cares?
2: Do it next year. Yeah. Who cares?
3: I agree. Yeah. It's like what you're not going to make new
2: fan, hockey fans. But I, Montreal, I think
3: they I think. I think they'll be open. Like, Very rarely you know, do I agree with you. Gary
0: Bettman, but this is one <laughs> case where I'm like, you know what, Gary, yeah, who cares? <laughs> yeah, move it. I don't he even cares. know what like,
2: –
3: But I don't they think they'll move it. I don't matter. think they'll move it.
0: I don't know where they had it last year. I don't know where they had it no, the year it was before. was virtual. They had I it was virtual. True. It was two years. I'm just saying, who cares where you have it? I mean, They, they definitely want it
3: in person this year. The to it has to be in person.
0: The teams don't really care. The the cities care. It's, it's the more teams that are hosting it caring thing.
1: is what I mean.
3: Especially if Montreal is first, they would be so mad. <laughs> oh country. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'd they, sell out that building. Oh, they'd sell out for sure. Yeah. 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 It could be huge. It'd be a
1: huge event.
2: I think it's. Uh, I think it's, it's, it's a, better.
1: Uh, definitely, yeah. I, I agree. Like the virtual drafts aren't as good because, like, when they draft they someone, suck. they come up yeah, on stage, suck. get the photo. It was so awkward.
2: Yeah. You're in someone's house. All of us only watch the first round, anyways. But <laughs> yeah, but you're literally in somebody's house, right, and it was like
3: yeah. so uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I like seeing like the trade floor and figuring out who's going where and sure. having eyes yeah. on that. I and don't really care film, about the draft. And then they stuff.
2: get to film all the behind the scenes stuff, and they release yeah. it like two years later. You get to see Brian Burke without a tie on, like the classic. <laughs> stuff. It's great. The real like, he show. In, like, a scarf. Yeah, <laughs>
0: he refuses to wear a tie. Uh, I don't know. I just didn't like. That was the part where I'm like. Who cares? Move it. Like I, that makes sense. That makes full sense. The the part that, and I read on Twitter like the a good point today. If Ottawa was going through the same through the Arizona Coyotes were going through, and like they kind of are in some sense, it's like that team would be moved in an instant. Like I don't, I honestly just don't understand the bias that Arizona gets from Batman. It just it doesn't make any sense. There, there's, yeah, it's, it's
2: because different. let's be real, guys. It's because money, Austin money. Matthews came from Arizona. And he wants the next Matthews to come also from Arizona. There, and Matthews, Matthews is going is back be, to Arizona, and he's going back there, so he knows Austin Matthews is going to save that franchise and bring them back to glory. If that the, ever happened, I would if if
0: Matthews went back to Arizona at this point, I would have to think Batman was involved in some way with like a hundred dollars <laughs> Conspiri- side deal.
2: Oh, dude, there's going to be so many conspiracy theories if that happens. <laughs> like like
0: Batman's like tells Dubis in the Leafs that they cannot. You're not. Also, allowed I don't to know why, why
2: there's no reason Austin Matthews like would go there. Even if they were doing okay, like you're literally a god. Outside Arizona, it's w- w- better weather, and he's from yeah. there. Yeah, that's I mean that's pretty enticing.
3: I, <laughs> I think he likes Toronto, though.
1: Like I, when I look at Austin Matthews, I just look at him, and he's like a. I, I can't see him living in you know
3: Phoenix, yeah, Arizona, pulling girls. From well, the other thing, the other thing weekend. is, like, I can't see him
0: living in the place where he lived most of his life.
3: No, what
1: I, I mean, up. like I can't see him like. Yeah, I I, I I look at him now and he's like a big city Toronto boy. Well, I mean, he yeah, yeah. Makes, he lives downtown Toronto. Yeah. I don't know. 100% he's, he's not getting the
2: same endorsements. The second he goes to Arizona, he's going to be forgotten. I think here.
1: we talked about it last week, right? Like, I don't think even if he was, you know, Arizona's all star, I don't think he's getting multi million dollars from, you know, a gambling site. No, just to stand there
3: not. and show us. He might, He'll
0: probably get more like lo- Well, he probably just stuff. get, get yeah. as just as much local stuff. Okay,
3: but. this this is a good question for these guys. Um, They've been talking about how Connor McDavid's the face of the NHL. Mm -hmm. Lately, it feels like because Austin Matthews is in Toronto, that Austin Matthews is the face of the NHL. Austin Matthews is the face of the NHL. And is he the face Or is he Uh, already? Should they say he is the face? Or is he already?
1: Not only is he the face, he's the best player in the NHL.
2: (laughs) 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 Ty was going to go there immediately.
0: But Ty, look at the points. He doesn't have more points than
1: any. That's what what Martin says. Martin says that out of the top five players in the league, Matthews is fifth on his list. I think Austin Matthews is a uh, better
2: Connor McDavid has more followers than Austin Matthews does on Instagram.
1: But I'm like Connor, when I look at Connor McDavid, especially Connor that's McDavid's because they press pitch conferences, Connor McDavid as the face. But have you seen should like, they pitch Austin Matthews as the? Face? They should. Have you seen Connor so. McDavid in his you know his recent press conference? Especially when Edmonton loses and he's yeah, like he a boxy baby and he's, he's, he's like, awful. Yeah, Connor, how do you feel yeah, about how do you feel he, about the Oilers signing a Vander Kane?
2: He's well, no I, Ovechkin. Ovechkin's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's like it's like the Crosby versus Ovechkin debate. Like Crosby was never—no offense mm-hmm. to Crosby—he was never interesting. Ovechkin yeah. was entertaining as hell. You, you want know? to know like what? Any, you anytime know. you watch Ovechkin, you're like, okay, this is. When I think right? of
1: um, when I think of those two, there was just okay. There's two things that I think of about Crosby. There's that commercial, uh, like it was like in 2006 or something like that, where they had all the NHL players in a hotel. Do you remember that? They were just, like, causing shit. Do you yeah. guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah I know what you're and talking about, yeah. yeah. And uh, and there was Crosby and Ovechkin in that, in that commercial. That's the first time I remember seeing Crosby's personality. The second funny thing about Crosby's pre- – uh, like, a funny Crosby press conference and, you know, him being the face of the NHL is when mumps was going around. And he was, like, in this press conference, and his cheeks were like this, like, popped up. <laughs> And they're like, That's not oh, very good. Look, Crosby, do you, got, do you got the mumps, buddy? He's like, no. And then he had the mumps.
2: <laughs> that was the most entertaining moment of Crosby's career off the ice. Do you guys remember yeah, that? Honestly, like, it was crazy. Yeah, like, this
1: was... is a picture of Crosby, and he's like, His one and his cheek face like, is.
2: Yeah. He has two faces.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the, probably the most entertaining person in the last decade has been PK Subban or like Sean Avery. Sean Avery was always a. I mean, he wasn't classic. Yeah, but he wasn't a big name, so it didn't. No, matter. but he wasn't a big like name. If you're talking about
2: big names. It's Ovechkin, it's you know Subban, um,
1: Matthews. Well, now Subban sucks. So, ever since yeah. he went to I mean, New Jersey,
0: I think Actually, Austin Matthews is the face of the NHL. From a, I mean, he's probably shared just as much, if not more, than McDavid on like the NHL PR. But I think one of the reasons everyone hates Toronto, so. Anyone would see Austin Matthews as the face of the NHL they'd be mad. David sure. has
2: 200,000 more followers than Austin Matthews. That's all Did I'm you saying. 200?
3: It's really that much?
2: 000. Yeah, Connor McDavid wow. 980,000. Uh Matthews 200, oh sorry, 760,000. Man, so right. we're looking at Instagram. Wow.
0: NHL followings have yeah, nothing Instagram. on basketball followings. It's oh no, for it's sure. And then, they have nothing but on also, in addition, followings.
2: Matthews gets more likes than McDavid on most of his stuff. So,
0: did you see the um... like McDavid? Like Austin awesome Matthews wait, wait. probably has double the engagement. Did you see that. Connor McDavid's um, Instagram takeover of of the CCM Instagram at the All Star Game? It was like, no. which skate do you put on first, left or right? It was like the most <laughs> bland, boring ass. Stuff I've ever seen in my life. I think I do
1: left. How about you?
0: I think I do left too.
3: Man, I, I switched it up. Like, I don't, I don't know. even know. I don't remember. Never it's, never been it's been so this long
1: since I've seen it. Martin, do you shoot right or do you shoot left? I
3: shoot left. I shoot left.
1: You either shoot right or you shoot wrong. <laughs> I don't shoot yeah. right. <laughs> 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 You that's don't skate right, joke Someone told me back in the day. You shoot mm-hmm. right or you shoot wrong.
2: Um,
0: um, I don't really think there's much else to talk no. about. Craig Berube got a three year okay, extension for St. All right, Louis. Right. Keep going. Oh, you don't okay. care. That's all, all right. I, that's all I got. It's that, time for that. That's
2: kind of the big stuff. Jordan Cairo won fastest skater. Yeah,
1: again, McDavid. Like, everyone's talking about how great McDavid is. He ain't even the fastest skater in the league. <laughs> I bet oh, you boy. Ilya Mikheyev would have actually won that.
2: <laughs> Probably. If only McKeon was an all-star. Did you like Trevor Zegers' goal, Ty? Okay, I
1: okay. all I said you you're okay. saying oh Zegris doesn't Ty, answer you, the huh? question. Ty answer
0: like, the question.
1: it was cool. It was cool. It was cool. He was definitely oh, it. the biggest. What he was what the, I will say to the me, coolest. Could definitely see through the
3: blindfold. <laughs> the biggest debate from the all-star thing. Conspiracy
2: what,
1: theorists.
2: Oh,
0: Zegris being underage and drinking.
2: No, no, <laughs> him funny. not winning yeah. the him, him yeah. not winning the. No, people uh, were freak- oh. people were freaking out over it. it it's true. So it was a
1: fake tweet, though I think, or something like
0: that. People were so mad that Zgris was drinking underage by like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, it was well, like, what are you? As if he's Vegas doesn't let anyone drink that they want. <laughs> like, you know that's who, they get their money? That's what Luke. he's also drinking. we were saying, yeah, is he no, in he's Canada? not
3: Canada. in Canada? It, yeah,
1: but he's in not Canada in Canada.
3: He's in Vegas. Yeah, he's not like twenty-one. Fuck a lot. So many of these. People in the league are Canadian, so they've been drinking since
2: they were. That's well, not how big on the work, either. bro. That's that's not I know, how. I know, but I know. people are mad Martin. about him drinking as if Martin. like it's. Like...
1: When you were eighteen, you okay. went to Quebec every weekend. You went to Hull, Quebec, cross the border oh, yes. and drank there. And then no, or, not Eric, every weekend. <laughs>
0: we
2: <laughs> <did>. <laughs> there was many drinkings that were done. I was just scared. remember that Eric, uh,
0: that Martin was a year older, so he yeah, he right, was okay. drinking. 18, yeah. Okay, but Eric,
1: okay, Eric, yeah, you you went to Quebec when you were 18 to go to the clubs in Hull, Quebec. Literally sure. just cross all. Across all the I'm saying is it's in, <laughs> it's, it's called here.
0: <laughs> it's called Sin City for a reason. You think you are gonna draw the line at drinking underage? <laughs> like, dude,
2: the amount of the, like you're gonna get mad at that. The amount of underage people that get into a club in Vegas every on every get on any given night yeah, anywhere actually not even yeah. Vegas, just like anywhere. I mean, posting it like, online was <laughs> probably pretty dumb, but dude, yeah. I know so many girls that literally they went to Vegas at like 19. 20 years old and you just get a promoter and they just get you into the club. It doesn't matter how old you are. No one yeah. cares. <laughs> you yeah. look hot. You look hot. They get in. Like that's all. Yeah. That Eric, it never happened. So,
1: it would never happen to you and I though. We don't got the pretty no,
2: privilege. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, look. Yeah. I don't have pretty privilege. You're also not women. <laughs> No, but it was. Actually, a, you also it's so
3: never funny. have it to worry everywhere. about because you're so old. I have a nicer <laughs> yeah, butt
2: than a lot of those girls out there. Though, but it happens everywhere.
1: Like, like I was. So I was, this is not Vegas. This is a. This is a last story time that I got to go to bed. But I was like somewhere in Toronto. There's like this lineup of people. We're standing in line for an hour, and um, you know, there's like 20 people in line. It's barely moving. Uh, and they're like, we're at capacity. Sorry, but then these people just keep coming in who are like all girls and they're like all you know like really pretty. I'm just like.
2: Life is not fair. What happened to me, yeah. To be fair, that just happens to Ty. It happens, I, yeah. I don't know, yeah. Trevor eager, wait, not waiting I to wait in
1: line when no, while we were standing there for an hour, where all the ugly people are waiting outside for an hour, you know. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, come on in, no room for you guys, yeah. but you guys can come in,
0: anyways. All that's to getting <laughs> taken out of the, the, the episode. Um, no, thank, thank everyone you, everyone, for part. listening. <laughs>
3: the bang starts <laughs> where it's stopping, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i think we should keep this all in shut up shut up (laughs) stop talking uh as your boss shut the fuck up man (laughs) i'm trying to finish the episode thank you everyone so much for listening to the episode we'll see you next week